I don't know. I don't think this has ever actually happened in a cross point, but I'm gonna like I'm gonna do it. And if I get in trouble later, but I checked it off with Terrell before I said it. I was like, Terrell, can I say this? Is this okay? And he said yes. And at this moment, I still I view him as an authority over me. And so if I get that, then I'm I'm good to go. Um, oh my gosh, dude! I have this fire in my heart. I was talking to the Lord, and I was like, Lord. I'm about to just speak. I'm about to speak at Crosspoint. This is crazy. I've never done this. Um, what, what do you have? What do you have for, man, just your body, for your people? And so uh, he, he spoke to me two things, and I wanted to share these just before we start. Uh, they do have to kind of, they do, they kind of, they kind of connect to uh, Romans uh, 13. Um, so the first thing that he, that he said, I was like, Lord, what do you, what do you have for, for Crosspoint? And he goes, he goes, oh my gosh, man, I, I, I speak to them and I move uh, and I'm teaching them things every single week. So remind them, remind them uh, to remember uh, this truth. Uh, and so he, he gave me this verse. It was Hebrews 2, uh, 1 through 4. Uh, and he goes, so we must listen very carefully to the truth we have heard. Uh, or we may drift away from it. Huge, that's huge. If you just, we must listen very carefully to the truth that we have heard, or we may drift away from it. For the message God delivers through angels has always stood firm. And, and every violation of the law and every act of disobedience was punished. So what makes us think we can escape uh, if we ignore this great salvation that was first announced uh, by the Lord Jesus himself and then delivered to us by those who heard him speak. And God confirmed this message by giving signs and wonders and various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit wherever he chose. I was like, whoa, okay, so if you were just needing that, I just wanted to speak that over you. And then I wanted to speak one more thing over you. And then this one was really funny for me because one of the basic things uh, of like hearing the Lord speak and, uh, and kind of the gift of, uh, uh, of giving like a word of encouragement or uh, prophecy is like he goes, and just tell him that I love him. And I was like, are you kidding? You want me to do the basic of, of <laughs> prophetic things? You want me just to be like, remind them that I love them. And then I was like, is that it? And he goes, no, that's not it. And he goes, uh, the Father loves you and he loves you so much that he's placed you under different types of authority to protect you, to refine you, to teach you things. And sometimes we might not ever know the reasons why he's done these things, but he's working all these things out for are good. And then the verse that he gave me for that was James 1, 2. And it goes, dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. All right. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. That was, I just, that was, the Lord was like, say those things. Now get ready because this is going to hurt. This is going to hurt so bad, but it's going to be so really good for all of us. And now you're thinking, really? This, this can't really be. How is this possible? Um, so we're gonna we're gonna read over uh, Romans thirteen one through seven. Um, just a reminder that the book of Romans is one long letter to the church of Rome. Uh, what's happened is there's there was Jewish believers and Gentile believers, and then the Jews got exiled from Rome. 
and so during this time, the Gentiles who were Christians still remained in Rome, and the Jews, uh, they were outside, but they were able to come back in after five years, and when they came back in, uh, there was a lot of things that had kind of went wrong. The Jewish people were like, wait a second, you can't, you can't do that, and you can't do that, and you can't do this, and you can't be, you know, talking like that, you can't be eating that food, you can't, and then the, the, the Gentiles were like, well, hold up, that's not what we were hearing, we, we were hearing that, you know, all these things are good, and we're able to do such and such, and and so um, <clears throat> Paul is writing to the Romans, um, to this church that is now kind of c- trying to come back together, and he's trying to kind of build unity uh, within that church, uh, and within that church, within uh, essentially the uh, the uh, the whole Roman Empire. And so we have again just a review that chapters one through four. Really, uh, Paul just kind of explains the good news. Chapters five through eight. Uh, where, where you heard kind of Terrell and uh, Joe talk even more. Uh, they were talking about how uh, they're supposed to be a new people. And then chapters 9 through 11, we see that God has been faithful. And now here we are, um, essentially, in these last few chapters. And the main points of these last few chapters are love, grace, and forgiveness. And so I was like, hey, I really like that. I really like that. So I'm going to kind of expand on love. Uh, grace and forgiveness, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of spread it out. So I'm going to call it love, peace, uh, and forgiveness, and grace and humility. Uh, I'm just kind of throwing a lot of things out there. So um, let's, uh, let's read the, the little section. Hopefully it'll pop up here on the screen. Uh, but it goes, uh, the whole title of the thing is called Respect for Authority. Ooh. You weren't ready for that one. You are not ready for that. Respect for authority. So it goes like this. Everyone must submit to governing authorities, for all authority comes from God, and those in positions of authority have been placed there by God. So anyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and they will be punished. For the authorities do not strike fear in people who are doing right, but in those who are doing wrong. Would you like to live without fear of the authorities? Uh, Do what is right, and they will honor you. The authorities are God's servants sent for your good. But if you are doing wrong, of course you should be afraid, for they have the power to punish you. They are God's servants sent for the very purpose of punishing those who do what is wrong. Yikes. So you must submit to them, not only to avoid punishment, but also to keep a clear conscience. Pay your taxes. Hey, pay your taxes. Uh, Two, for the same reason, for government workers need to be paid. They are uh, serving God uh, in what they do. God, or give to uh, everyone uh, what you owe them. Pay your taxes uh, and government, government fees to those who collect them and give respect and honor to those who are in authority. Okay, I know, I didn't do the ESV version, I did the NLT version. I know you're like, what's happening? This isn't right, this isn't right. I chose to go this route because uh, in the ESV it talks like about swords and such like that. And I was like, ah, no one will be able to relate with swords. They'll be like, no one here carries swords. Um, So I changed it to this one because it's a little easier to kind of follow. Um, Okay. So if you're taking notes, here's how we're going to break this up. Like I said, I couldn't get just one point. I had to kind of break it in three sections. Um, Obviously, the whole main point is respect for authority. But 
uh, you'll start to see as we kind of break down through these paragraphs, there's just, there's just one massive key thing and one massive key thing and one massive key thing. And you just can't escape it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. But I'm definitely not going to go for an hour. So, <laughs> first section, um, I want you to write down, uh, because he loves us. Um, so, <clears throat> Stephen, if you'd put up the, the first set of verses. So it goes, everyone must submit to governing authorities, for all authority comes from God, and those in positions of authority have been placed there by God. So anyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and they will be punished. Yikes. So, uh, Stephen, if you pop up that graphic. So I want to kind of break this down in simple terms if you couldn't really catch it from reading that. So this is the little sweet graphic that Terrell helped me uh, produce. I did the drawings this time. Terrell did and I did the drawings this time. I feel way better about this. This makes me feel good as an artist and seeing up here drawing things. It always ah, just kind of irks me sometimes. And I'm like, oh, no. But anyway, so, hey, if, you, if that irks you, now hopefully this will make you feel a little better. Uh, so what we have here, when we just, what we just read, so it says, um, obviously, the first line kind of just, uh, Paul likes to kind of repeat himself a lot, but everyone must submit to governing authorities. For all authority comes from God. So I put up here, God reigns in power and authority. Pretty simple, right? <laughs> and those in positions of authority have been placed there by God. So we have people that God has picked. He places those people there and he puts them in positions of authority. And so I put that little person right there, and he places those, peop those people there, and I put them over many people, uh, because God uh, is a God of order uh, and peace, and so God does this for order and peace. And so there's all the little people, that's you and me, or in a bunch of different life situations, and there's someone always who's above us, whether it's our, uh, you know, someone who actually is, um, you know, in a government position, or someone who's like a police officer, or someone who's our teacher, or perhaps a, a, a father or a mother or a grandmother or a grandfather or, you know, someone who's over us. Um, or uh, I might have already said boss or uh, like a pastor or things like that. And so God puts these people in place, uh, places of authority because he loves all of us like we talked about in the beginning. I, I love you and I love you so much that I put you in these places because I want it to refine you and I want it to sharpen you and I want it to make you a better, uh, a better person. Um, and so put up that little graphic for you so that way you guys can kind of catch what's being said in the first, uh, the first two sentences. Um, and then obviously uh, you can go back to the, uh, uh, to the passage. So it goes, so anyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted and they will be punished. Um, so that, that type of, that, that topic, that kind of punished part, um, that, that's nothing new. Uh, that's been around for a really, really long time. Uh, and Terrell's going to love this part because I'm going to go back to Genesis for you. But this has been around um, really forever. You have, you have two choices. You have two, two choices. You will either choose to submit or you will choose to disobey. Uh, and then obviously the punishment uh, for disobeying is, is death, you know, and then 
on a smaller scale, if, if we disobey, that, that punishment could be anything. It could be jail. It could be not getting, um, what, not getting um, a raise. It could be being demoted. It could be, uh, man, uh, not getting that sweet car from your parents or, uh, or on a, on a, um, like on a, on a school level, it'd be obviously failing a class. You know, you specifically chose to not do what your teacher asked you to do. Uh, and so obviously the outcome is you fail the class. Um, I was wrestling with that for a long time. I was like, oh my gosh, when we read this, it's like, we're going we're gonna to read this whole thing and they're going to think that it's just specifically for uh, someone who is actually like a government figure, like a president or, you know, whatever. And it's, um, it's not exactly like that. Um, so you have a choice. Um, so one thing that was kind of happening here uh, in, uh, in Rome at this time was you had uh, this ruler named uh, Nero. Um, and if you have never looked up Nero, uh, uh, you should do it. It's pretty crazy. Some of the stories that you hear, um, he is possibly, uh, they, they, the rumors around him are he was the one who started the great fire in Rome and so it burnt down the capital. He is um, someone who literally like kicked his wife to death uh, because she said something like wrong to him. Uh, he is someone who possibly poisoned his mother. Um, gosh, I mean, the dude would take Christians, tie him to a pole, dip him in oil, light him on fire, stick him in his backyard so that way he could have, like, he could light up his garden in his, in his backyard. So I just wanted to share that with you because I don't think we really, really can possibly understand what these Christians, what these believers were going through when we read this. Well, I was, the only thing we possibly have at this moment is like, oh my gosh, my, my dad is really, really bad. Or, oh my gosh, my, my teacher is awful. Or I have this boss and this boss sucks. You know, like we, we just, I don't think we can actually like actually grasp what is like what was really happening. And so uh, the whole time I was like, I think, I think the best thing for us is to kind of ask yourself, um, at this moment, like who, who do you see, you know, in authority just kind of over you, you know, and how, do, how does that person kind of treat you? Um, and you can kind of take it if that's, if that is your, your father or your mother, or that is, you know, someone in your family, or if that's someone at your work, or uh, you can kind of try to break it down from there. But I want to ask you just to take, take a moment to kind of think about that. Think about who is in, you know, an authority position uh, over you. Um, and be thankful because it's probably not as bad as this. Um, so, let's see. Um, God, he puts these people, uh, he gives this anointing, he puts these people uh, of authority uh, in, in our lives, and we're called to, to respect those people. Um, just as we are called to respect God's uh, authority. And so um, he places those things, he places those people in our lives because he loves us and he wants to refine us. Um, yeah, and he wants us to uh, yeah, look more like, like his son, you know? He wants us to look more like his son. And so... Um, 
So that's the first section. That's what I would like to call because he loves us, he sets this up. Our God is not a, a God of disorder uh, and of chaos. Our God is a God of order and peace. And so he puts these things together uh, for our good. All right, now we're going to move on to the next section. Um, this next section, we li- I would like to call it, uh, he calls us to live in peace. And so... Uh, again, it goes, for authorities do not strike fear in people who are doing right, but in those who are doing wrong. Would you like to live without fear uh, of the authorities? And I love that statement. He goes, hey, pop that, pop that, uh, that verse up there. All right, never mind. <clears throat> uh, there we go. Sweet. Um, so I love this. I love this question. Uh, so Paul's writing to these guys, and he's like, "Man, just, man, just, just, just submit. Just, uh, you know, don't, don't be crazy. You have two choices. You can either submit, or you, you can choose to disobey. Please, please choose to submit." And so he goes like this. And I love to ask you this question, just because I, I like I already asked you to to think of someone who's over you, uh, and uh, and kind of how they treat you. Perhaps the first person that came to mind was someone who didn't treat you well, and you're like, "Yeah." Uh, that person doesn't treat me well. But I would like to ask you this question. What uh, would you like to live without fear uh, of the authorities? Would you like to live without fear of, of those people? And uh, the answer is obviously, yeah, we would like to not live in fear of those people. So, man, do what's right. It's, it's such a simple, a simple thing. Like, if, if right now you are, you are in a position where you're underneath someone's authority, whether it's your, your parents or a boss or, or a teacher, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is the hardest thing ever. This guy is like, or lady, I don't know, whoever it may be. Man, this is, this is the worst you know, situation ever. This is the worst, like I can't even, uh, I, I go there and I just, uh, they, the person just like dogs on me the whole entire time. Or the teacher just dogs on me the whole entire time. And I can't, you know, they, they, all, they only like you know, speak negative things to me, or they, they always put me down, or they always, you know, make fun of me, or whatever, or uh, perhaps it's not that, perhaps they're always, like, trying to actually, like, teach you something, and you're specifically choosing not to, to listen, what, listen to what they're teaching you, you know, and so I would ask yourself this question, go, okay, what's happening, am I doing what's right, if I'm, am, I, am, I, am I giving it everything I've got? Am I not being disobedient? Am I actually being respectful? Or am I actually being disobedient? Okay, no, no, I'm being, I'm being respectful. I'm being respectful. Okay, great. great. Because now they're, they're punishing you for doing things that are right. And we've already found out and we know uh, through scripture that that's actually a good thing. The Lord sees that. The Lord sees that when you do things that are good and you're punished by the authorities above you for doing what is good, uh, he remembers those things. But if you're living in disobedience and your teacher is like, hey, I really need you to do this. And you're like, screw that. I'm not going to do that, you know. Or your, your parents are like, hey, it would be really great if you could just, you know, just give me one, one phone call. Or it would be really great if you're going to, like, swipe my credit card that you would, you know, just give me a shout. Let me know. Or um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, you know the scenarios. I know, I know some scenarios that I chose to do. But you guys know the scenarios. Um, and just ask yourself, were you... Why am I being punished? Was I, was I being obedient or was I not being uh, obedient? <clears throat> so it says, do what is right and they'll honor you. I mean, tell me what, what scenario that you've been in where you've done what was right and you've actually gotten in trouble. You know? Can you think of one? There. 
how about that? Now tell me a scenario where you did something wrong and you got in trouble. You know, like I specifically defied and I enjoyed every moment of it, you know. And suffered the consequences and I got punished. Um, <clears throat> the authorities are, are God's servants sent uh, for our good. But if you are doing wrong, of course you should be afraid uh, for they have the power to punish you. Uh, they are God's servants sent for the very purpose of punishing those who do what is wrong. So, uh, you must submit to them, not only to avoid punishment, but also to keep a clear conscience. So, um, man, that last part, to keep a clear conscience, uh, I know, uh, I'm going to kind of go off on a little tangent, but it, uh, hopefully it'll be good for everybody. Um, that part right there is crazy. What is a, what is a conscience? The conscience is, is, is essentially the, the words uh, and, the, and the, the voice that we listen to inside of our heads. So here we are, we're a bunch of believers and we're called to, to recognize the voice of the Lord and we're called to, uh, man, to submit and to love one another, um, to do his will. And we're called to not, uh, not obviously choose disobedience, but we're called to choose obedience. If you're living in disobedience, if you're living in rebellion, how can you hear his voice? You know, how can you hear his voice? <clears throat> and I love that part, it's just crazy. It's crazy. Uh, the, the, uh, one of the craziest things about this, this, this chapter is that the, the word rebellion, the word rebelling, uh, it's how you get to that point is disobedience after disobedience after disobedience after disobedience. Rebellion is a manifestation of disobeying, uh, of choosing to disobey. And so if you're living in rebellion and you're living in constant disobedience, man, how are you going to actually recognize the, the voice of the Lord? You know, how are you going to recognize, uh, you know, what's going on in the situation that you're that you're in. Um, so. Uh, one of the things that we see throughout scripture uh, is just his, his people. Uh, and so I wanted to read uh, this verse to you. It's uh, from Hebrews 3, uh, 15. It says, today, and obviously it's from uh, the Psalms as well. But it says, today if you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts as Israel did when they rebelled. And so, um, our God calls us to, man, to be a peaceful people. Uh, and I think this, this section is probably the, the toughest one because I think a lot of people go, okay, all right. I see where we're going, but what about, what about the authorities that are like really, really bad? What about the people who kill people or you don't know my situation? What about the person who makes me do something uh, that I don't want to do or whatever? And I, and I think really quickly, right off the bat, if you, if you were walking and you see people in, in, the, in Scripture who are walking uh, in His Word and who are uh, definitely in a, in, a, in a right relationship with God, and they're placed in all these moments where you have 
you guys know the story of Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? And so you have these guys who are, have favor with the Lord, and they're underneath this, this authority figure who is just ruthless, who is just, you know, I don't, again, another guy kind of like Nero. I mean, the guy would just be like, if you offended him, he'd be like, kill him. Uh, if you didn't, like, make him laugh and he wanted you to make a good joke, he'd be like, kill him. Um, and you just, like, you read this all throughout Daniel. But these guys, they're underneath a, an authority figure who is just ruthless. And because they're not living in rebellion, because they're not constantly rebelling against, uh, rebelling against uh, Nebuchadnezzar, and they're not rebelling against the Lord, they're honoring the Lord. And the Nebuchadnezzar is, like, tries to make them do something that, that dishonors the Lord. And they say, no, we're going to honor the Lord. Uh, and then uh, Nebuchadnezzar is like, oh, man, these guys are great. Uh, they, they tell me everything that I want to know. Um, that uh, these guys, they, they, they've kept a clear conscience. They've been, they were able to hear his voice. And so underneath a tyrant, they were able to have peace. Uh, underneath a tyrant, they were able to say, hey, look, if you want me to do these things, uh, uh, go against what God has said, I'm not going to do them. You can just kill me. You know, to die, kind of like what Paul was saying. He's like, man, to die is gain. Um, <clears throat> we're not going to do that. You can, you can go ahead and just throw us in the furnace because I, I know that our Lord's going to, He's going to save us. I know that our Lord has, has good things for us. And so, you know, man, do what you want to do. And so um, <clears throat> we're called to uh, live peacefully. We're called to live humbly. Uh, we're called to, uh, man, uh, to obey and to, uh, to submit uh, to the people in authority over us. And in doing so, it, it allows us to keep a clear conscience and we can actually hear from the Lord uh, just well and, uh, and in the right way. So uh, that's that section. And then finally, the last section, uh, the title of this one was, um, man, the reason why we're supposed to respect authority and submit to authority is because, uh, man, uh, God calls us uh, to be humble. And so don't worry, there's forgiveness, there's grace, and then finally at the end, he calls us to be humble. So it says, pay your taxes to those who, uh, for the same reason, for government workers need to be paid. And the first thing that came to my mind, uh, and maybe perhaps some of you guys are in the same boat, but like, uh, I, I, I've come across some adults who would be like, uh, who kind of just, because they would be just so fed up, they'd be like, fine, you know, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna pay taxes. I'm just not even gonna do it. Uh, and just... Like, what a rebellious heart, what a rebellious way to kind of just, you know, uh, immediately jump to uh, when we see that Jesus uh, really, really clearly, uh, when asked uh, questions about taxes, he goes, whose face is on it? You know, whose face is on it? Just give it to him. It's his. It's Caesar's, right? And we forget that story all the time. Man, our God, he, um, like, he has the biggest bank account. You know what I mean? Like, just trust him. If someone's like, hey, that's my money, give it, no, just give it to them. That's their money. Trust the Lord. Um, uh, they are serving God in what they do. Uh, give to everyone uh, uh, what you owe them. Pay your taxes and, and government fees and those who collect, uh, who collect them. Give respect uh, and honor to those who are in authority. And so... Um, <clears throat> Uh, the one part that I want to kind of just hit on here was, uh, man, Christ calls us to just constantly lower, uh, lower ourselves. 
And I really do believe that if we, uh, as believers, if we would actually like humble ourselves and lower ourselves, uh, man, just trusting the Father, trusting the, like the song that we just sang, that he's good, um, man, and just following Christ's example, um, really like the act of, of submitting um, wouldn't even really like, it wouldn't really face us, you know? Like it wouldn't be as, as much of a hard thing. We'd actually be like, we just follow his example and, and trust him and, and trust that he's working these things out. There's, uh, there's, there's not been a uh, horrible leader over me who the Lord uh, just over time didn't just immediately just move out of the way. I've like, I've had um, <clears throat> spiritual leaders. I've had bosses. I've had, um, I mean, obviously my own my own parents. He didn't remove my parents out of the way. My parents were still there, uh, still called to honor them. Um, but there there have been a lot of people in my life who who haven't been the best of of bosses. Haven't been the best of authority figures over me. Uh, and all I did in those moments was I I, I submitted. I, I I did what they what they asked. And I did what they requested. Um, even though I might not have liked it, and there's a lot of things I had to like go and, you know, get, seek counseling or whatever. And but he uh, he always like he always removed those people, and that's another thing to kind of think about. Even if you if you reverse this whole thing, um, for uh, uh, people in authority, man, people in authority that God God places them there, and if they if they you know go against uh, man, His will, uh, He removes them, uh, and so. Man, just trust him. Uh, so I wanted to uh, just read a couple of verses uh, out of Matthew uh, over you, and then I think I did it. Just 30 minutes, not bad. Um, <clears throat> just wanted to read a couple things over you. Uh, so Matthew 23, 12 uh, simply says, but those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and, and those who humble themselves uh, will be exalted, and so I, I think in every situation, um, which we're, we are called to respect authority, I think we're we're, we're called to just completely, uh, completely just humble ourselves. Uh, uh, you you very quickly see people who try to like kind of lift themselves up. The 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 phrase is obviously pride uh, comes before the fall. Uh, and then I wanted just to read uh, over you um, uh, the B attitudes because. Um, I think this gives us a perfect example of um, what we're supposed to do in, in all these areas. Uh, the very last line of this uh, of this uh, little section says, "Give respect and honor to those who uh, are in authority." Uh, and so it pretty much just calls you just to you know, hey, just trust the Lord. Uh, eventually, you might even potentially be in a position of authority, but just just trust the Lord. Uh, and just lower yourselves. And so here's what uh, God says is, uh, uh, is blessed. So uh, blessed are, are those who are, uh, who are poor uh, and realize their need for him, uh, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Blessed uh, are those who mourn, uh, for they will be comforted. God blesses those who are humble, for they will inherit the whole earth. God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice, uh, for they will be satisfied. God blesses those who are merciful, uh, for they will be shown mercy. God blesses those uh, hearts, uh, blesses those whose hearts are pure, 
for they will see God. And these are the best ones here at the end. God blesses those who uh, work for peace, uh, for they will be called children of God. And then God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Um, so that's, that's what he calls us to do. Um, he calls us to, to lower ourselves, to lower ourselves, to humble ourselves. Um, and so, um, hopefully if you've thought about the person who's an authority over you, uh, and perhaps they're they are a good person, or perhaps it's bad, um, I want to encourage you just to and just to humble yourself before that, that person and, and serve them even more and serve them even more uh, and kind of, if you will, kill them with kindness, you know, be like, well, what, what can I do? What can I do for this person? How can I serve this person? How can I serve this person? Because um, the Lord calls us to uh, respect those people who are in authority uh, over us. Um, and one challenge, if you don't mind, if I can challenge you, um, Gosh, if there is someone who was an authority over your life and you know, you know that you like, man, you completely disrespected them. You know, you know that you, you rebelled against them. You chose to specifically not submit and you chose to completely disobey. Um, in, in whatever scenario, again, work. Uh, your parents, and perhaps you were raised by your, your grandparents, whoever, whoever it may be, uh, I want to challenge you uh, to either call them up or meet up with them or send them an email, right? Something, I want, I want to challenge you to actually practice asking for uh, just forgiveness, kind of like practice the, the, the action of humility, of like lowering yourself, kind of call and call that person up and be like, hey, uh, I, I really... I really, you know, I know that I, I chose not to uh, just kind of obey uh, what you were you were saying, and you were in a position of authority over me, uh, and, I, and I chose to, uh, man, to kind of do what I wanted to do, uh, and I clearly see that you were in a position of authority over me, and so I want to ask for your forgiveness, uh, just the, the practice of of humbling one, of humbling ourselves and lowering ourselves. That's what I wanted to challenge you to do. And so uh, as John comes back up, because I, I did this in like 32 minutes, which is awesome. Um, I want you to think about that person. Think about the person that you know uh, who's in your life who you might actually even be rebelling against right now or uh, um, someone who, who was in your life that you know, you've kind of distanced yourself from or whatever who you know, you know was an authority over you and you specifically, again, chose to, to rebel and, and not obey and you chose to make life tough for them. Or uh, perhaps even now in this moment, if you, you know, you get coffee with somebody and the first thing that comes out of your mouth, uh, especially when you hear that person's name or uh, whatever, is you just speak cursing over them and you don't even speak anything life-giving over them that you would, you know, possibly make that be the person that you would call up and be like, hey, I'm sorry, I, I, I shouldn't have done that. That was the, the rebellious side of me that's been there since the beginning um, of creation. It's, that's, that's just in me and that I know is, is in me and it's, it's not good. Um, uh, the Lord calls us to, 
submit to, to submit to one another and to love one another and, and to not fake it and to mean it. And so, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to do that, you know, to lower yourself, to humble yourself. Because uh, Christ lowered himself as low, as low. Um, man, that I, I like, will never potentially be able to, to achieve, but he calls us to lower ourselves. So uh, if there is someone, uh, you should use this little last time when, when John's playing just to, to call him up, send him a little email, or if they're possibly sitting in this in this room, uh, and just to go over and be like, dude, I'm sorry. You know, you're you're the Bible study leader who's actually over the group, and all I was doing was just speaking bad about you, you know, and all these uh, you know, all these times. Or you were the pastor who was over me, and all I did was just walking behind your back. I would just you know just speak cursing about you, just speak nothing good about you. Or if it was your own your own parents, you can just be like, oh gosh, I need to I need to call my parents up and just tell them, you know, Dad, I didn't mean to you know disobey you, you know, uh, but. Uh, I did, and I'm sorry, you know, and um, I want to do everything I can to, to just serve and uh, to lower myself and, uh, you know, uh, and to be, you know, uh, submissive or whatever, or if it's a boss, who knows, um, you know where you're at, and so uh, he calls us to submit to authority for, because uh, he loves us, he calls us to submit to authority because he wants us to be a peaceful people. His his son was peaceful. And he wants you to know that there's tons of forgiveness and tons of grace. Tons of forgiveness, tons of grace. And he calls us to humble ourselves. So...